Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF. Earlier this morning, I reported on the fact that Donald Trump tried to do an expedited appeal to get to the highest court in New York to try to get that gag order off of him so that he can go back to bashing mercilessly the principal law clerk that works with the judge in the civil fraud case over him. Because, you know, he can't sleep at night if he doesn't get up to bash this poor woman and make sure that his followers, for good measure, try to assassinate her. That's his goal. And he doesn't want to be stopped. He has to have uh, unfettered ability under the First Amendment to speak to his social media followers and to run for office. And that includes bashing mercilessly and doxing this poor principal law clerk. Well, the appellate division said, no, I don't think so. Gag order seems appropriate. Gag order back in place. And that drove Donald Trump and his lawyers up the wall. And if they could only learn basic appellate procedure, maybe things would have gone differently for them in the last hour, but it didn't because they filed a paper, a series of papers with the appellate division first department and the four judges that sat over the case on Thursday and asked them to expedite on full briefing an appeal to the Court of Appeals, which is the highest court in New York. You got you to gotta go first through the appellate panel and get permission to take this kind of interlocutory appeal, this kind of appeal in the middle. It's, you know, normally appeals happen at the end of cases. We're watching a lot of appeals on legal AF involving Donald Trump during cases. That's called an interlocutory appeal. Generally, that's discretionary. The appellate court doesn't have to take that kind of appeal, except under certain circumstances. Certainly in the state court in New York, you don't get up to the court of appeals anytime you feel like it. You drop your hat. You don't just to go go to the court of appeals. You got to go back first to the people that just ruled against you on Thursday and ask the chief judge of the four judge panel, the four justice panel, to allow you to do expedited briefing up to the court of appeals. And the judge there, uh, the chief judge there, uh, Chief Judge Daniels, she said, we're not doing it your way. You've got it wrong procedurally. Your procedure is denied. We're going to have to do this on full briefing in front of the full four judges that just ruled against you on Thursday. Not a new randomly selected set of judges. And no, you don't get the benefit of having a, a, a another justice make a decision about whether to grant you a fast track appeal to our bosses at the Court of Appeal. You got to go through me. I'm the chief judge presiding over your appeal on these issues. And me, Judge Daniels, in a two-line order she, she just wrote, said, we're going to do full briefing. 
but not full briefing on the underlying issues, full briefing on whether you're entitled, Donald Trump, to go speak to my bosses at the Court of Appeals in New York or not. And I'm not going to make that decision on an administrative level. It needs to go to the full merits panel, all four judges, all four justices of the appellate division, first department in Manhattan, have to now decide whether you, Donald Trump, get to take your case at all to the court of appeals. And time is running out because we're in week nine of the trial. Week nine of the trial, the under, remember there's an underlying trial here, Trump. You're being tried along with all of your uh, executives and all of your companies and all of your trusts to determine whether you have committed such persistent fraud intentionally with material representations that all of your businesses, real property, companies, and money should be taken away from you. I mean, there's no other way to put this case. This is the case being prosecuted by the New York Attorney General, Letitia James. It's civil, meaning she has a lower burden of proof to prove her case. So he's in harm's way. And what does he do? He gets up in the morning and brushes his teeth with his lawyers. I mean, I think they're at separate bathrooms. But he gets up in the morning and brushes his teeth and he worries about the principal law clerk and how she's running for office one day and maybe she's taking a picture with Chuck Schumer and allows her to get bashed mercilessly, body shamed, anti-Semitic tropes hurled at her, uh, assassination attempts, you should go kill yourself, we should kill you, and everything else in 250 pages single-spaced that was presented by the Department of Public Safety that's responsible for protecting the safety of courthouses and courtrooms and courtroom personnel that was presented to these judges. And these are now the same judges presided over by Judge Daniels who said, you're not doing it this way. I know you want me to do it, and you want me to make a decision right now on the briefing and do a fast thing, but I'm not doing that. We're going to do it on a briefing schedule. So Trump, you, this is according to Judge Daniels, you and your side file a brief by the 11th of December. And we'll get an opposition brief from the New York Attorney General and Solicitor General of New York, well, let's say middle of of, uh, January. It looks like January, uh, 30 days later. So you give it to us in, let's say, a week, month later. January 11th, we'll have a full briefing, full panel. We'll get back to you with our decision. In the meantime, they all they they got they have a watch. They know how time works. The trial is going to be over. This trial is going to be done in about two weeks. The judge and Goron has already set oral argument, which is the last gasp attempt by Chris Keiss, who's busy spending time bashing the judge, calling shamelessly calling him out, saying that it's a miscarriage of justice, saying it's a dark day in history for justice today in court. The judge was like, it is what it is. Let's move on. Um, as the judge is the trier of fact, has to make a decision about six more counts of fraud and what to do about it in terms of a remedy and relief uh, to the people of the state of New York. Did you know that poor sleep can cause weight gain, mood issues, poor mental health, and lower productivity? Sleep is the foundation of our mental and physical health and performance in our days. Having a consistent nighttime routine is non-negotiable. When I don't get enough sleep, trust me, you don't want to be around me the next day. Introducing Beam Dream. You know we've been raving about Beam's Dream Powder, their healthy hot cocoa for sleep. And today, my listeners get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder, their best-selling healthy hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. 
Now available in delicious seasonal flavors like cinnamon cocoa, sea salt caramel, and white chocolate peppermint. Better sleep has never tasted better. Dream contains a powerful all-natural blend of reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, melatonin, and nano-CBD to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. A recent clinical study revealed Dream helped 93% of users wake up feeling more refreshed, and 93% reported that Dream helped them get a more restful night's sleep. Just mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk, stir or froth, and enjoy before bedtime. I've personally tried Beam Dream. It certainly lived up to the hype. It was delicious and just a lovely nighttime routine. And secondly, and most importantly, it helped me fall asleep and stay asleep. Find out why Forbes and the New York Times are all talking about Beam and why it's trusted by the world's top athletes and business professionals. If you want to try Beam's best-selling Dream Powder, take advantage of their biggest sale of the year and get up to 50% off for a limited time. When you go to shopbeam.com slash legalaf, the discount is auto-applied at checkout, no code necessary. That's shopbeam.com slash legalaf for up to 50% off. So the judge is going to have the, the completion of all of the defense case, probably a small rebuttal case, meaning the New York Attorney General gets to go back up on the stand with a few more witnesses just to have the last word if she wants. I mean, you'll know the strength of the case depending upon if they want a rebuttal a rebuttal case at all for the New York Attorney General. They might just say based on the, what the, the trial, uh, the defense that's being put on by Donald Trump's lawyers, no further questions, no rebuttal case, nothing there harmed us. Or they'll take the opportunity to get the last word in without gilding the lily, so to speak, and put on a short case, maybe a day or two. They might say to the judge, two days rebuttal case, Your Honor. And then that's it. Now we're before Christmas. The judge said, take the holidays off. I'll see you in January for oral argument. And the appellate court, which is the first stop, they got to get out of this box to get to the Court of Appeals, has said, yeah, we don't really see this on an emergency basis. Give us your brief on the 11th of December. We'll see the other brief in January. Maybe we'll get back to you. In the meantime, the gag order will be over by operation of the fact that the judge is going to enter his order. I think that judge, within a day or two of the oral argument, is going to hit send on an on a on a an opinion that he's already written. He's writing the opinion right now. He's making adjustments to it. He's making references. He's telling his law clerk, "I that remember that you know mark that transcript for that testimony, mark that piece of evidence. I want to pull all that together." He's building his toolbox for how he's going to rule. Yes, he's open minded and he's listening to the evidence. But I finished oral arguments, and at the end, the judge hands me, literally, okay, you're done? Everybody done? Okay, here's the order that I've entered. You know, I'm not to say that he didn't listen to the oral arguments, or she didn't. But they come in already with their mind made up. Unless something extraordinary happens at the oral argument, like really extraordinary, the decision's already made. And so the timing here, there's a mismatch, but intentional by the First Department Appellate Division. They are ruling by not ruling. They are dragging their feet on purpose and setting a briefing schedule and not letting Donald Trump cut corners or skip steps in the appellate process on purpose, right? Because they want the order they've already made reinstating the gag order to be the law for the circuit, for the, uh, for the superior, uh, Supreme Court in New York, the trial court in New York. 
And if they don't have to rule on it because the case is over, let's say tomorrow, next week, or the next two weeks, that's all the better. Then that original order of theirs they issued on Thursday is the law that governs the uh, the Supreme Court's trial courts that that are in Manhattan, that for which that is their appellate bosses. So we'll continue to follow. This is my second hot take on the same issue because this is how quickly justice is moving in cases like this on the gag order. And now with this in place, they've also done something else. One last comment. The appellate division doesn't want to be used by Donald Trump in the D.C. election interference case where that appellate panel, because of Judge Chutkin in the federal D.C. election criminal case, also imposing a limited injunction against a limited gag order on Donald Trump, they don't want to be used. They don't want to like make a ruling or, or do something or say they've granted expedited relief. And then Donald Trump says in his filings in D.C., aha, New York has taken it so seriously, they're doing it on an expedited basis. Screw that. <laughs> they're not doing it on an expedited basis. And Donald Trump can't crow about anything in his papers. And they know they've been used before because they see how Donald Trump mischaracterizes developments in the various cases when he's reporting something to another court. He made a big deal out of Justice Friedman, one judge of the appellate division, granted the stay for a week of the gag order. So what? He also got rejected twice, Judge Justice Friedman. Two of his rulings about Trump got completely vacated and reversed by the full appellate panel once they got behind their uh, got behind their bench and got behind their uh, got on their seats. Okay, so it doesn't mean anything. Th those are temporary. Those are ethereal. They don't last that long, these temporary orders. And so they don't want to be used as an appellate bench to have Donald Trump distort procedure to, let's say, the D.C. Uh, Court of Appeals. And so they're saying, you know what? Let's get through the, how about another two weeks? They're basically, the New York court is basically giving D.C., the appellate court in D.C., another couple of weeks to issue their order on the gag order, which we expect any moment now. So we'll continue to follow it one place. You're here, the Midas Touch Network. Free subscribe, help them get to 2 million. I can't believe I'm saying that number. 2 million free subscribers, they're so close. Get them there by January. The bigger they get, the more your voice is heard. And then follow us on Legal AF, the leading podcast at Law, Politics, and Justice Corner. And we bring it to you every week, twice a week, Wednesdays and Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and we do about four or five versions of what I'm doing right now, except I've got a colleague, <laughs> a fellow leader of Legal AF, Karen Friedman, Igniflo, Ben Mycellus, and we do it all together. And we pull together the best five stories at the midweek and at the end of the week and tell you about them on Legal AF. Yes, the title is what you think. So until my next hot take, give me a thumbs up on this one. Helps with the ratings, keeps me around. Until my next Legal AF, this is Michael Popak reporting. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.